All right. What is up, everybody? I'm back. Keep Jameson go to Gay Guy 231 on Silver. Back on the first pitch, Alex. How you doing? I'm all right. Just show that. I'm all right. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You're going to hear me slurping from my uh, my San Antonio uh, Starbucks cup throughout this because I'm That's moving a little slow. Hold on. So, so as we do this weekly, it's happening. Yes. People are going to know that. I, I start out shows goofy. It's just how it rolls. What's up with the San Antonio Cup? Uh, my brother lived in San Antonio okay. when he when he got out of uh, optometry school. He got his first like okay. big boy job down there, and his his now wife got a a job down there, and they moved there for a little bit before they moved back to Ohio. And we okay. had a wonderful trip to San Antonio, and they sent me this that's book. that's so much more of a normal story than I was like hoping for. I was like <laughs> hoping for I was at a. I was at like a pawn shop in Tampa and I thought that this was like the coolest cup ever. It is one of my favorite mugs, but it's tied I, very so heavily to a positive here's experience. The thing. Yes. Here's the crazy thing. I have a Dallas cup. That was like funny, like the city of Dallas. And that, that has like no like meaning. Issued by the government? Like no, sold by the government? It was like, so we referred a client to a realtor in Dallas and they sent us this like welcome to Dallas gift basket. That's which cool. is kind of cool yeah i like but that i was stuff. like, like welcome like it was just interesting I'm like welcome to dallas i'm like i ain't leaving tampa so, <laughs> Never even so anyhow anyhow there's the two minutes of goofiness but i was gonna joke like especially if we start needing that oh and by the way this is gonna be a staple of the show is my kid coming over what what's that no oh grandma come over today but you gotta eat up all right he, he like struggles in the morning but anyhow i was gonna joke don't, don't we be, all. like <laughs> so that was going to be the, the name of the show right like i i love server data guys like you know we're, we're both you know fortunate enough to to know them well too and like you know they have the andrews they have the strategy show we've got your mlb first pitch we should be like the grind your coffee grind oh man yeah that's right you know? as long as i start to come into this with a little more energy i uh i don't like sipping coffee on the air but but you've got to grind the energy, Alex. All right. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, topic grind of today's show. And this is what, I, what I'll, I'll just say. Like, we really want to do more of these. One, because we're friends and we just enjoy talking. And we love So Rare, even though it tilts the hell out of us. But Still tilting. I know. We'll, we'll talk about Enter here in a minute, I'm sure. But I thought it was actually even cooler because you've leaned heavy MLB. I was like thinking I would. I just can't get the ish. So I'm leaning, I stayed leaning really heavy soccer, football. We should say football because that's literally what the icon says. Um, But they're like very different experiences. I feel like right now, like it's it's like two different platforms, two different approaches. Like I just think that they're tactically different. Is that wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, first of all, on the soccer side, like there's been – an audience invested there's been a group invested and the the scale of what a certain amount of money will get you is vastly different to that of mlbs i mean that's i think that's the first thing worth noting but um yeah it's definitely a different strategy because you know there's one league in baseball and you can boil everything like i have a it's a big nasty spreadsheet but it's it's got every player it's a in there thing. it Don't is say nasty. Oh, it's, it's great it's just it's hardy there's there's a lot going on there and uh i can boil everything down into that spreadsheet and feel pretty confident about what i'm doing whereas like if i tried that with soccer there's so many other variables football right. there are so many other variables and uh also the lack of ethereum prizes and mlb is right it's something. <laughs> well, I think, you know what I was thinking about this last night in preparation. I think one of the things that has made it harder for me to lean into MLB because I started, like I started flipping cards to get like my mm-hmm. balance up. Like, you know this, and I think I've talked about it, you know, on whatever show we've been calling it. It's going to say this for a while. But I, um, like that's how I built my balance up. And the whole like, lack of the trade button like lack of a i'm going to pay you i want that card 
I'm willing to pay you a little bit more, but you know, I don't really want to wait around for auction. I don't have, you know, the time to set an alarm for like seven hours in the future. Right. I'm going to be asleep or I'm going to be on an appointment or whatever. So I would like to buy the card. I'm willing to pay you a premium right now for access to that card immediately, but I'm not paying you the five X premium that you're asking for this given moment. And that's that's actually, that's the tough part. They really need to get that done. Yeah. And it hasn't been a problem in MLB generally, like for rares, even there was at least one new mint of a rare yeah like on the auction block at any given time and now i as i've been preparing for you know like the the midweek game week closes and the the weekend opens and i'm like all right going through my projections and i identify someone i want and i go to the market and the last four or five times i've gone and looked for a card and it's only available on the secondary market and and generally yeah like they're marked up you said five percent, but or five times or whatever, but like it's ten times a lot yeah, of time. like the, which you're not the listings buy. aren't really helpful, right? Yeah, not so buy. I'm just especially, like, all right, next guy. Especially in baseball, because mm-hmm. like you know, you've talked about it on your show a ton, even though I'm not like playing baseball a ton, I still love the show. But like the margins between player A that I really want and player B that I really want, I mean, we're we're talking like one to two percent margins, right? You like you're just popping in the random wise, number yeah. generator. Right, right. But we're just popping in the random number generator. So, you know, I really wanted, I, I'm so, so bad at naming, but, <laughs> you know, I really wanted, you know, uh, Mookie Betts, mm-hmm. but he's not the, the guy wants 10 times his last auction. So right. I'm okay to drop down to, let's just call it Cody Bellinger. You know, same team, same matchup. Now, Cody Bellinger is only like 1.5x what he should be going for. So I'm just going to do that, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, And Mookie Betts is a salient example because he put up the highest score in the history of the platform since it went live last week. That's actually surprising it wasn't judged considering how crazy of a heater he was on when we started. Yeah, I think Betts had four or five homers in three days. Yeah, he had a 91. That's good. Yeah, it was insane. Um, so, but his price is going to be through the roof now. And yeah, if it's only available on the secondary market, and even if it's not, even if it's on auction, like the way that prices are moving up and down in baseball too, like things sustain over the course of a 162 game season. But when guys get hot in one game week yep. or two game weeks, and their their L40 or whatever they use in the the corner of the card comes up. Is it yeah. L15? Okay. I, I think it might be L40 for him. We, I was That's working on this with John Nellis, and we uh, couldn't figure it out. Um, <laughs> we couldn't figure That's... out whether it was L15 or L40. So, but, but either way, it should be L40 in baseball because that's way like the sample size is way closer. That's, yeah, but that makes sense. Apropos, apropos of the the prices shoot way up like uh willie adamas had a great couple of weeks and you know willie from the rays that's painful for a Rays fan yeah right but he had he had a great two weeks and uh the brewers had a four game game week and i mean his price uh andrew laird showed us yeah it shot way way up and in baseball like people are going to be worth what they're worth over uh, a single season. So like when guys shoot up like that, it makes more sense to sell. And can, you're going to see those markups like be even more wild. Let, let me ask a question because mm-hmm. again, this is like somewhat me departuring, which is kind of, you know, this is actually is like an unintended cool consequence of me not departuring because now you can like share for people that are like, you know, the, the six people that watch the show, you know, if there's one that doesn't play a ton, but like, I wonder this is just a hypothesis. Tell me if I'm like completely off. But could it actually be that, you know, somebody like me comes in and goes, I really want to play this week. Uh, you know, Willie Adamas should be 0.02 ETH. I really want to play. Alex told me he's a killer play. And so I'm willing to pay 0.04. And now I actually screwed up the market because I overpaid a little bit. So now the next auction sees my last sale and goes, oh, okay. I, I can build him up. I wonder if that's somewhat happening too because of the lack of the trade system. Any it thoughts? does to it does to a degree, and it has to a degree. Um, one price point hasn't like massively affected a whole lot, um, but yeah, I mean, you start to see those runs, and because of the way that 
you know, users are filtering into MLB, but generally we're kind of at a, we're at a point where the guys who right. want certain cards kind of have them, or if they want a certain card and don't have them, they'll really go after them. Some, and that's so an interesting yeah, part too, because of not the, it, yeah. the hundreds of thousands of player cards that we have, like, I want to be different this week. I can go to freaking Croatia and right. we got the entire Croatian league in football, right? In baseball, right. we still got the same. I wanted to say 29 teams. Is it 29, 30? 30? 30? Okay. It was one of those two. But it's the same, the same bit. But I just was curious if if we're seeing that overreaction, that one sale, because now all of a sudden everybody's like they're setting their price and they're like, hey, stupid gator guy paid paid a crazy amount for Adamas. So why can't the next one? And you don't have like the offer system to kind of like draw it down or maybe I wouldn't have paid that price and maybe that guy would have agreed upon a lesser price it just doesn't exist right something to think about right no it 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 has been the case to a degree I do think things would even out quite a bit if that were the case and um, agreed because that's a way to make an efficient market versus right now which is the only efficient market is auction but now the auction can get screwed up by you know part of my French but an asshole gator guy paying wrong right something like that Sure. So cool. I do I I do use that for like I use last sale more as a parameter of where I'm gonna list my guys because right. I'm not tied I'm not tied to any players MLB because of what I talked about. Like I bought Kyle Schwarber at like 0.04 and his last sale is like in the 0.09 area. And even though I have Schwarber as one of my better projected players, I'm still throwing him up on the market for that right. because if I get that, I can probably go back to the auction block and get him and just have like a free 0.03 from, from or, grabbing him on the auction block. I loved like your last reward video where you were like, all right, let's take this guy. He's mm-hmm. 0.01 and let's mm-hmm. decide based on projections if we should keep him or if we can do better. Like, So like you could probably do the same with Schwarber. It's like, okay, now Schwarber's not a 0.04 card to me. He's a 0.09 card. Let's just say I want to bank a little bit of ETH because I don't have the ETH payouts, like you just said. Let's see what 0.065 could be. And now with that projection for the 0.065 mm-hmm. guy, it'd be better. I think that's right. a cool way to do it. It's a, and you don't really have that in football because football's right. a lot matchup. Football's a lot, yes. your team, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that it, it can change a lot in, in football for sure. It's funny, with rewards in MLB, the one guy I want more than any other, and it's not going to be surprising to anybody, but I want Shohei Otani in my rewards. I know him. <laughs> right, you do. I want Shohei Otani in my rewards, but I would never, ever, 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 ever buy him because he his price is inflated. He's not worth what people think he's worth on the platform yep. in the game. Um, so I would just sell him, and I could, you know, I could sell Shohei Otani and. I don't even know what he's going for. So 0.5 ETH is his and, last three days. And sale. is that rare or limited? I'm just rare. Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. We're, we're alpha, alpha got, limited world. Yes. If I won a Shohei Otani rare, I could sell him and I could get a Jacob deGrom, Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, Corbin Burns, and Aaron Nola, the top five projected pitchers, all for the price that a Shohei Otani would net me on the market. So like, I want a Shohei Otani reward so I it. can sell it. See, okay, that's interesting. By the way, we haven't got to the topic yet. We will get there, but that's just, you know, we're like typical Andrews style here. But, okay, so like you remember this and, you know, maybe maybe two of the six people watching will remember this, but I won underdog in uh, football. Like, um, I, don't even, I don't even have a concept of time. What was that, a month and a half ago, two months. And Sean and you and just a few other people were like, messaging me and then we're like all right because there were some crazy rewards and underdog at this point like it was Mbappe it was Holland I want to say there was like a Messi and then it was like a Vanderbilt so like some top top names and so they totally like make you dream right mm-hmm. so like the question was posed to me like if you get like what card do you want I'm like okay they probably aren't gonna do this but I'm like Kimmich is in the pool Kimmich isn't like I was thinking to myself I would actually have a hard time selling Kimmich, not because like I can't use him properly. Like the correct answer when I have, you know, I don't have a small gallery. I have like a 27, 28 ETH gallery right now. But a 10 ETH player, 
that's in champion Europe that I don't play. It's just kind of like not the best use of resources. Like I could probably do what you just said and name like nine guys, nine like stars that I could put together. And that's definitely the way to go. But it's also like, I actually have Kimmich. Or let's say I actually have Mbappe. Or like in your example, I actually have Otani. And I didn't pay for him. Right. (laughs) Right. It's funny that you say that because I was doing that yesterday. You said we would end up talking about Inter, and now I'm going to. But um, oh, we're crossing over. Let's go. In in the 88th minute, Inter uh, beating Cremonese three to nothing and holding a clean sheet. And I am and you're, and you're like top five, right? Top yeah, I was five. I was fifth in Champion Europe, and I was like, of course, I had to look at the star cards available in Champion Europe, <laughs> and I was looking through it. And I saw Mbappe, and I was like, obviously, like, yeah, that'd be great, but fifth isn't going to get Mbappe. And I was like, Messi, fantastic. I would sell it probably. And then I got to Kimmich, and I was like, he, I mean, he's my favorite non Premier League footballer, um, non Premier League, non American. Um, I, I love And you're Josh playing Kimmich. Champion Limited, and you're like, okay, right. he kind of fits. I don't have to play. <laughs> But at the same time, I have Nico Barea and uh, Khan Chalhanoglu. Yeah, yeah. Well said. so I don't. I was like, maybe I would prefer Mbappe because then I could like play him over Lotaro, who didn't even start yesterday and came in and scored a goal. And then, but, and then, and then so Inter did what they needed thoughts. to do. Yeah, and yeah, then, and then Inter, you did that. This is what I also love about Sober. Gave up a banger in the 90th minute. But this is what I love about Sober. It was your fault, actually. Probably. Probably based on my track record, um, it probably was my fault because I've I've flirted with a couple of big days and uh, boy I just can't I can't get across the line. So I'm still I'm, I'm still in tier one territory going into the day, but we got a bunch of uh, Champion Europe. Uh, we got PSG today for one, and a lot of a lot that, of big that, that'll say a lot. Unfortunately, limited that will determine a lot. So yeah, anyhow, let's. Get on, yeah, that was painful though. I was literally at Publix and got that notification, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap!" I was I was rooting you on because I didn't have much to root for this week, so I was like, full out in Tilt City podium mindset. And we uh we did what we do. We tilted. It's it's okay. Classic Tilt City Spurs. For a reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So anyhow, let's talk about the topic and see how what conversation has to keep going so the topic hold on, i actually have to like go to the thumbnail that i made is what should we expect and i and i ha- I have your boy chalanaglu on the cover for you i got my boy teddy tuma super mm. rare on the front and the reason i wanted to start with this topic is because i think this is like one of the things that divides the so rare community there's many things let's be real there are many many things that divide the so rare uh community just look on twitter in the day and you can find the drama probably from the first few clips but i think for so many it's you know the i'll say the haves versus the haves nots right like the guys that you know show their rewards videos and there's 25 rewards in there the ones that get their ETH and are super pumped. The ones that get one card and are like, oh my God, I haven't had a card in months. And all of this just goes is, what should we be expecting of our cards? What's your answer to that? My answer to that is it depends on what you put in, first of all. Um, like on a week-to-week basis in football, because of the size of my gallery i'm my gallery is like three ETH for what it's worth um in football if i get the second threshold so the 250 in global all-star i'm fine anything else is a bonus anything less is a catastrophe but anything anything more than that is definitely a bonus for me um so basically what i'm running out now is a group of the five guys i tried to get you know the best value for in rare and try to get the threshold and then i have my inter stack which you know should technically put up a good fight against crim against crim and sa in the midweek and they did but that's kind of where i'm trying to generate cards whereas in mlb 
that's where you can use value to unearth extra points and have a shot at winning some different things. So my expectations are vastly different between the two. I'm expecting to compete to win in baseball because uh-huh. even though I didn't have that much money, I know how I can maximize the points. And while I don't have Aaron Judge or Mookie Betts, I just have to hope they don't put up a 91 in a week. Because right. if he if he even puts up a just a 50, like a really good week last week, I'm more towards the top, but because he had a 91, all of the people who could go and afford him just ran yep. laps around everyone else. So, so and my then they have the other good players on top of that too, because right. judge and bets are so expensive. Then they also have the guys that have as much of a floor as you can expect in baseball. Right. You're not going to, not a lot of people are going out and buying one Mookie bets. And then like the backup catcher for the A's and running him out in middle infield. It's generally, if you right. got, if you got one, you have at least decent players around. Him, right. So. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's my difference is it depends. It's on what you are able to put in. I can extract more value out of MLB, but if I blank and don't win a card, I'm not going to win Ethereum. And even if I win the best card, I'm not going to win Ethereum. Whereas in football, for me, where I'm at, I mean, I think what you want to do if say you had unlimited funds, but you know, you're your guarantor was going to cut you off at a certain amount. What you do in my mind is you go to football, you create the best rare all-star team you can that will for sure get you 250 points per, and then you make a decision. And for me, I would do that. And then I would go to MLB because I think I have a better chance playing in that pool. Yeah. So I actually had like a really good question. Then all of a sudden I'm completely blanking on it. So I guess where I wanted to go with that, though, is do you think just because you have, I mean, three ETH is not, is nothing to sniff at or like to, you know, just discard on the, on the football side, let's just say football. Are you owed, do you deserve those thresholds, a random card, or is it ultimately on you (laughs) if you don't get it? I mean, I don't like to, I don't feel like I deserve anything in this life. <laughs> and uh, but, So Rare is, it's a cruel mistress. It I don't, is such a cruel mistress. I, missed, I don't think. I missed the second threshold. Okay, like, here's the craziest thing. And again, like, kind of what you were just talking about, like, has versus has, like, you know, how much you and have a I didn't hit second threshold last week. Because my former now... Yeah, he saw my team, but I don't know where he is. Supposedly, he might want to be done with his with his club, and he may or may not be injured because I don't speak Turkish, and so just getting translate eventually on Twitter gets old. But I had a one point five or one point six keeper in global all star rare. That just after lock decided, you know, the day before, I guess he's not going to play, or he might have torn something. So like that's a that's a crazy one, right? But yeah. So, like, even if you have these expensive guys, nothing's guaranteed. And I think that that's where I was somewhat going with this topic mm-hmm. is I do think, like, I see all of the different tweets and, you know, every once in a while I'll make the mistake of clicking into, like, server general chat just to, like, feel better about myself. But you just get torn down. But I think people think just because they invested – I don't even think invested is the wrong word. Just because they bought cards, that now because they are the owner of cards, that there's some sort of responsibility that the so rare site or that the so rare game, maybe the game is even better, owes them X or owes them something or they deserve. Maybe that's the right word. That's going to get us in trouble. (laughs) But I don't care. But like, I just think the reality is this is a game. Like, you know, I come from the DFS side. If you make crappy lineups in DFS, you're going to get killed. Yeah. Like, and you're going to go to zero. And my thought on the silver side is like no different. You don't buy the right cards. You buy, you buy guys because they had a great run of games, Mookie bets or whatever. But what you didn't research was they were filling in for the team's superstar. Right. And now they're back to the bench. You have yourself to blame. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so just to go back for a second, I think the two words you did use are where kind of the disconnect and where that fork in the road is, is you said invest because people think that they're investing. Yeah, in the platform. investment thing is kind of bugging me. Not when, <laughs> but but when you when you invest in something, you expect a return, and sometimes that's, that's your your spot on. Sometimes that's eighty six percent of your initial investment, and right. that's very much the case. A lot of times, with the guys I buy in football, just because I'm trying, I'm trying to find guys who start and guys who have value. So naturally, I'm going to find people who have been scoring well, and probably their price is a little inflated, and then I buy them, and they regress towards the mean. And that price drops. And sometimes, you know, I'm getting like 86% on my investment, but trying to meet in the middle with the thresholds. That's the thing I have the hardest time with in mm -hmm. football. It's like, you know, this, I'm having a conundrum where I'm running out an Asia goalkeeper, but the season is ending and his value right. is dropping. And I would like to get a European goalkeeper to carry me through, you know, a few until months. the world cup. Yeah. Until Asia comes back and, I would really like to get out of Asia completely at this point, but I'm having to figure out whether or not it makes sense to invest in a European keeper to right. keep generating them thre those thresholds and to see if what I lose or potentially lose on the card can be met in the middle or hopefully make a gain by the thresholds that I'm grinding out. So the investment so is the one thing and the deserving is the other thing because if you feel like you're I, this, I feel like this in real life and my whole life, not just so rare, but I feel like if you deserve something, if you feel like you deserve something, oftentimes you're going to be disappointed because nobody owes you anything. Not much in the universe owes you anything. And boy, I'll tell you, so rare doesn't feel like they owe you anything. <laughs> so, so rare. Yeah, I don't know why they think would. You so rare to hear is that you think you deserve something and they go, actually, have yeah. you been kicked and, in the nuts really hard recently? Because and I feel that way. <laughs> and that's how I feel about my Interstack, especially through, you know, they had a great matchup in week one and they biffed it. And then in week two, they were okay. And then they got blown out by Lazio. And then they're like, they, they're like, they're like, hoop. Were you excited about this week? Right, were you actually right. excited about the pain I'm about to give <laughs> Oh, you only had three players in Global All-Star and you're not going to get a threshold? Why don't you count on us? Oops, here's a a curling goal from outside of the box from a dude who's just been blasting but, him over the bar that, all day. Is that not like football, like described too? Like, you know, you get all excited for, you know, the match of the week for your, your club. <laughs> and you were like, I've had this happen before. Where I'm like, oh, God, the week's kind of sucked. Oh man, I got Liverpool versus Man United. God, this is gonna be great. We're gonna thrash them, arrival, kick them while they're down. Ah, oh, this is gonna recharge me. Like I can't wait till Monday at three. <laughs> That's like a microcosm of football. I, I just ah, I kind of love Sarah for that. In a way, <laughs> I'm glad like, you do. I'm glad no, you do. No, I'm still, like, I'm still reeling, man. Yeah, no, you should be, but like, dude, like I was joking with a few people over the weekend because this, and this is why the, this is like why the topic service for me, right? It's like a workshop. This is the cool thing about like doing content and pods is like, it's kind of can be like a workshop for yourself. <laughs> You're just like, I'll just, I'm just going to air my dirty laundry and yeah. hopefully not upset too many people. And if I do, oh, well, I was just talking, but I've made like all these investments before this European football season. And the funniest thing, I was talking to Laird last night about it because they had an awesome strategy show on Monday. I don't know if you've watched it. I definitely recommend anybody to, especially people that are like trying to get in the game and talk about like valuations and like when you should buy. I don't even think that was like the topic they meant to go to, but they got there and they nailed it. And so the, the, the horrible part of who, and I think I told you this, people were like, so I have had like a, you know, love MLS, MLS is, freaking awesome you should totally buy mls cards and right now you totally should buy them because they're dipping hard you can get some some absolute studs for for practically you know 60 percent off their season highs but it was like all right i knew the transition was coming like and i've won a lot of rewards and i've been very fortunate over the entire summer to gym for my guys to generate some new cards and some ETH and all of that stuff. It's been, uh, it was an awesome summer. It's like, all right, I freaking love SO5. Like I want to keep playing. 
Europe. So I bought some pretty like I so I, I was fortunate that I won two European keepers. Huge, like big investment out of the way, right? Yeah. Like three ETH worth of keepers. I won them. So it's like, okay, I got that. And then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start putting some pieces together. Had my favorite player in the world, Teddy Tuma, had his rare. Oh, I got the kiddo coming over. He heard Teddy Tuma. He's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be in on this conversation. The kids, the kids love Teddy Tuma. The kids like absolutely Teddy? love the guy. All right, he's going the other way. And a blanket. <laughs> he might be coming back around. But I did all this stuff. So I started buying up guys. But I had told people that hold on. <laughs> hey, go watch, go watch Paw Patrol. He's speaking another language. He's like, he's like, I, I hear dad's about to vent. I'm gonna make him laugh. Well, oh. he, he he loves the Paw Patrol. He hears Teddy. He knows that's that's where he wants to go. That's how I know you don't have kids because there's not a Teddy. Come on, come on, who? Be I know, better. I know, but I know, but he's a Teddy Bear, Bear Paws, animal. This is truly like the. Sean He's trying Fox. to film it, but but anyhow, so I've been saying everybody was like, asking, you know, a lot of people are asking, like, when are you going to transition to Europe? And I go, look, right before the lead of the season, prices shoot up; they're one of the most expensive they've been, and then as soon as the new cards release, we're going to see a nice drop, and that's what I'm going to buy. But impatience, like that's like one of the biggest things. Somebody else said this too. I want to say it was a uh, was a uh, Silver USA. Um, but he was just like, because that guy, he ever looked through his gallery, there has to be some patience there. But he was just like, that's like the most important thing on Silver is patience. Like if you're patient, you can do really well because you can buy guys when they're injured. You don't sell off one thing, but patience sucks. So anyhow, I bought in the lead of the season, close to the high, I bought Dusan Tadic. I bought uh, a Teddy Tuma super rare. Mm-hmm. I was pumped about that. I still, I'll never regret that. That's just fun. Um, God, what else did I buy? I filled out a USG stack. I bought a Martin's Indie Super Rare. Bought another soup. I I did a lot, and now all of a sudden we're doing exactly what happened. Right, prices are dipping, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I should buy. Ah, oh, God, I'm already in. I'm already behind. I need to yield more. Like, this is, like, all the stuff going through my head. And then, like, to your point, it's like, okay, well, should I be selling off some MLS cards? But, like, it's the worst time to sell MLS in Asia. So you kind of got to hold on to them. But now they're not nearly as good of cards as they were in the summer because of Europe being back. So it's just, like, this constant change. Right. And that patience is rough for me. And when – so when you are like me and you're limited in what you can afford on the football side – the patience is tough. And I did it once I sat out last winter because I had all Asia players and all of their prices were dipping and I knew they'd be back in February, but I was like, I'm not going to be able to get off of these guys and still be able to afford anything in Europe. So I just waited out the winter. And then when the season rolled around for Asia, the prices went so high for some of those Asian dudes that I had. And if I would have sold then, I would have made a gigantic profit on those guys. But instead I held through the rest of the Asia season. And I actually just sold off all my guys from last winter. And I'm regretting it a little bit because I ended up selling them at or below what I actually bought them for a year ago. So patience kind of kicked me in that way. But by sitting out the winter, I did learn that I could maximize what those guys gave me. So it's I'm, so it's I, tough. I think, I think what you said earlier, though, man, this kid hit his kid hit his uh, and hey, go go watch. I might I might have to like bribe him, but like what they were talking about, and I think what we have seen enough cycles and we have enough data. Oh my gosh, carry on. Just give me a second. I don't know where to go from that. Um, yeah. So I guess what I was saying with Asia is that. I don't know. It I could wait out another winter and where, where I want to use what I have is 
in MLB, but I don't know if there's going to be anything to do in the winter with MLB either. So the kind of the reason that I might want to transition to Europe and why I've kind of started that is so I can just continue to generate Ethereum while MLB is off. And that is why getting out of Asia and getting into Europe was so important for me. Yeah. So that was actually, you You actually led where I was going to go. I think okay. the answer to somewhere like with you is kind of where you're at. Like have a limited team. You know, you you have, I think if you had to go back on it, you would have probably like lowered the sights a little bit more. I think uh, like a great way to grind, like super, super, super low budget. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because despite like having a figure out, I actually still dig like low budget and strategy like strategy to me is like the equilibrium on so rare because especially mm-hmm. with these new weeklies where i've had a ton of successes because i spend extra time to scout so like even if you can't do like underdog rare you can do underdog limited right and like pick up like i've actually like was like just doing it like you could pick up not to go like try to go to fiat but you could pick up a competitive team and not maybe not competitive for first place. And that's kind of where I wanted to go with this topic too, is like, let's set our sights. If I'm not going to spend a boat ton of money, do I really deserve first? No, I don't deserve to compete with Mbappe, Neymar, Kimmich. Like those guys are going to win. And that's just what it is. Like Mm -hmm. that happens in tons of things in life and it's okay. But like I can go to underdog. And maybe if I'm if I'm only on like a fifty dollar budget, but I can crank some tier twos, maybe a tier right. one, some tier threes, you know. And now all of a sudden, if I did a really good job scouting, I can sell the guy possibly for more than I paid. I get in, mm-hmm. get out. I'm a very very big proponent that I think we hold our cards too long. Like I just talked about patience, but then I think there's like we should when these guys like spike in football side, and it's the same in baseball. You already kind of talked about earlier. But when they spike, we should probably go, this is about, this might be as good as it gets. Like, this might be the moment. Yeah. That's something I talk about. That's something I talk about with baseball and looking at stats a lot is the micro and the macro. And in the short term, like if you see a spike or in the short term, if a guy is already inflated and you buy him for that game week, like you probably want to turn around and sell him or and maximize your profit or you know, minimize your loss because generally people regress to the mean, but also there are certain cards that you can buy. And the macro view is that they should just continue to go up. And also the way that you look at the platform itself, generally from a macro view, if you believe in the platform, you believe things are going to be more expensive. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty perfect example, huh? So this is a guy this summer that I picked up like before the season. Yeah. I just call him Nacho. (laughs) I see where you sold him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I won some stuff with him. So it's kind of like, okay. But so here, let's look at the scores real quick. So he starts ripping off just like, I think it's like about like here. He just starts ripping off just Mm -hmm. crazy scores and like huge. There you go. May, May. Great AA numbers, you know, decisives all over the place. And then we get this nice, I think Laird calls it the middle finger. Like, but there's actually like more condensed ones. But I remember this entire time here going, God, like it got up to 0.57. It was the high. I bought him at 0.185. Okay. And the whole time, I'm just like, oh, I think this about as good as you can get for a 32-year-old Brazilian league midfielder. Like, that felt high. Yeah. Oh, but he's doing so good. He's just going to – he's just nacho. He's just going to keep ripping it off. And then all of a sudden, new manager comes in, a couple bad games, and and what – Alex, pop quiz. What is your reaction when he starts struggling a little bit? I always want to sell. Hold on. Okay. That's possibly right or wrong. But if you're like me in that situation and you miss the high, right? Hold on. Let me, go, let me pull it back up one more time. <laughs> I just wonder how many people do this exact same thing. Okay. I missed the high, right? Still yeah. over 0.5. It's okay. Now it's here. 
you're like, oh, he just needs one good game. He just needs one more good game, and then he's going to be a backup here. That's true. And what That's ends true. up happening? Benched. It's down. It's like, oh, well, once he comes back in, he's he's too good. Once he comes back in, it's going to go That's back a up. thing that I struggle with, I think, in football is I don't think you can look at SO5 scores and be like, oh, this guy's going to continue starting because SO5 scores don't necessarily mean real life performance and in the, uh, in the, in the eyes of the manager either. Like, and some guys like Federico DeMarco I have in my inter stack. And from one week, I don't know if he's going to be starting at left back, left wing back, center back, or bench back. You know, like he, he'll do all three, all four in the course of four games. And (laughs) he performed incredibly yesterday at center back. And actually at the time of the clean sheet before they conceded, had I played him over Milan Skirinar, uh, you were like first, I I would have been in first. He was the best defender on inter yesterday, but 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 like, you know exactly what position he's playing 99% of the game. Yes. Which is we, starting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, right. Bought him for the sake of, of the start. But also it sounds like they're gonna sell Robin Gosens today. So I saw that actually gone. That was done. Oh really? The, yeah, the buyer up, later one, one yesterday? Yeah, the the right. loan or whatever. So that, that's good news. Yeah. Like well, I I would have liked him to go because then I could have sold screening screen yard and played DeMarco every week. But Eh, and then been upset when he got benched. Yeah. But it but is what, what it is. Remember what we said? That's over. It is. But yeah, so but tracking that and keeping track of that is is one of the harder things with patience. Yeah. That's but, that's where I lack. But yeah, the so I think like just to like because we have about three minutes, and then just like to go back to the original topic, I think the reality, and this is where I got to the answer. Okay on what do our cards like owe us? What should we expect? I think we should expect this to be game. And we should expect to enjoy like some really fun moments when our guy scores. Like, I don't know about you. When I get that notification that one of my dudes scores, it's like full rush. Especially if that happens to be in like a really good lineup and he was like your last guy to go. You're like, oh my God. Like what you just had. Right. Because like to go back to your enter example, when did that happen? After Latoro scored from Barella and like the Off seventh the bench. <laughs> and Off the bench. I, I, I did not see you. I'm assuming either the heart rate jumped up, you might have stood up, excitement's happening. And what does Alex do? He runs to the roar pool and is like, Oh dear God, can I win Mbappe? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like uh Tiger Woods double fist pump when he scored. It was funny I mean, that that whole game was the that Ignacio Fernandez price graph of excitement. Like I was down <laughs> because Latoro sat. Didn't, didn't start. And then, week. yeah, we got the Barella goal from Kalen, uh, Chelinoglu, who was my captain. All of a sudden, we're on the way up. Latoro comes in, scores. I'm looking at the we prize We haven't conceded yet. We haven't conceded yeah, yet. So I can't wait for minute 60 for my goalie's clean sheet to show up so I can shoot yep. way up. Yep, see exactly where I stand, and then the goal happens, and it's the bench. But again, back to it. That's the game. And it look, is the like game. I always tell like people that have reached out to me, whether it's from the DF, DFS space or just random, like start with like the free stuff and just see if you enjoy the game, if you enjoy the sweat. If you don't enjoy that, like you're not going to enjoy it once all of a sudden there's money on the line too. So if you That's enjoy funny. the game, but I I don't really enjoy sweats. I enjoy opening the rewards like. But yesterday was that is a sweat. yesterday was torture for me. <laughs> oh, Which, with, yeah. Just just with with riding it out, and it's not it's not a bad thing. Like I make the mistake of going and sitting in my TV room with my laptop while I'm working and turning on the interview. Like I didn't watch the first <laughs> half because I didn't expect anything, and then I was like, oh, maybe let's turn. Oh, now I gotta turn it. Now I'm invested. So and... do you enjoy the baseball sweat? I can, I can. It's it's a little different. And my baseball sweat has been a real bummer because like I went in, I'll go into the third day in ninth place and rare pro. And the last day has just been the day that the Phillies decide to just be horrible. So, um, yeah, 
I just a little bit of yes. both. It's 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 an it's a roller coaster of emotions. I enjoy I it more in baseball because I don't have expectations in baseball because I know I, the random number generator and I go in and I'm like, wow, if he hit a homer here, like that would propel me and that'd be crazy. But I don't go into an bat thinking like this guy's got the advantage against the lefty. He's going to hit a home run because I know like the best home run hitters hit a home run every, it's like a, so I think we just like 15% of the time. Yeah. So can I just say that? I think we just rounded it all out perfectly is it's truly what you expect you need to like i guess check yourself i guess more than anything is figure out if your expectations are in line with like the reality or what you should be getting and then manage those too because i would argue like if you enjoy so this this may or may not be a good argument at the end to end on might be a downer i don't know but if you enjoy the baseball sweat right but you don't really enjoy the football sweat you don't enjoy like that part maybe the expectation for football because you said you do like the eth grinding aspect is maybe the expectation of what i want to do is just make an eth grinding team where you know them shooting up way up high isn't my what i expect to happen i'm not let down when you know my champion stack you know concedes or all that I'm super pumped when I make first or second threshold. I can still remember my first, second threshold ever. It was like the greatest thing ever. Like that was so cool. At that point of my, like that was just like a a huge victory, right? Mm -hmm. That was awesome. That was an awesome sweat. And enjoy the baseball side. I think that that's kind of like where I wanted to go this whole topic is I think everybody's just got to figure out what brings them joy because at the end of the day, so rare, it's fantasy football or fantasy baseball game. Yes. It is. They, do not, it they is. do not promise investment. They do not promise you riches. You know, so, so many of the little tweets out there is like, you know, well, they have to make sure that I, my cards go up or that I make money. It's like, everybody can't win. They have a personal responsibility to make sure their brand is better and keep their brand right. up and the company afloat. They don't keep have any stuff, personal they, responsibility. Is it, is it wrong to say that their responsibility is to keep us above zero <laughs> like don't do stuff that puts me to, that drags my stuff down to zero like don't don't you like ruin it i guess i don't know i don't even like I that think i don't you, know if i like that i don't know if i, like I that think thing, you have bro. to frame it i think you have to frame it as they need to keep their platform afloat they need right. to keep their try their to bring new platform. users in all that stuff right they don't have any obligation. Once they sell us a card, it's our card and it's not their problem. That was my choice. That was my choice right. to pay to pay what it was my choice not to sell Nacho for that but crazy if they, amount of profit. If they decide that all of a sudden goals are worth negative twenty and nobody wants to play the game anymore, even though that would be kind of a funny Oh no, that would be the, like, that would be the that would be the uh the shitulers like Yes, right, yes going going to the moon. Right. Um, if they decide to do that and that nukes the platform, that is on them, and we would agree. I think well, probably would file a class Dude. action. Yeah, Dude, the the community would burn into the ground. But yeah. you know, that's that's not a realistic. But that's where their responsibility is, though. That's what yeah. I'm saying is to not do stuff like that. Yeah. But like they don't they yeah. don't have any responsibility to make sure that my Emmanuel Reynoso stays on the field. It's nothing right. like that. I mean, it wasn't their fault that you know X Y Z. You know my my Kakir goalie has decided that he doesn't like his team anymore and he may or may not be injured. Yeah. And oh, by the way, I have multiple other guys that supposedly may or may not like the team anymore. So like, guess, but guess what? Like that sucks. That really does. I can choose right now to sell and get back, you know, 60, 60 cents on the dollar. I could ride it out. You know, I could go patience and go, look, you know, the one guy's 25 and one guy's 28. I just got to hold out. I, I don't know the answer. But like these are the decisions that we get to make as managers, as gallery owners, and I think that that's just like, again, the cool yeah. torture, fun part us over here. And you get to buy an Usami and play him once, and he tears his Achilles, and then all of a sudden his team's in a relegation Hold on. Hold battle. On. I know we're going. Yeah, we don't have Japan League too. That needs to happen before before yeah. that happens. Hold on, I, I should be just curious. I mean, I haven't looked out, so I'm pulling up his his graph. I'm assuming though. Based on what if you would have panic sold to where he's at now, I'm assuming eh, it hasn't gone up much, has it? Since it it did a little bit. 
I wonder yeah, which I one that of those right is there. Me. Oh, that's actually before me, I think. I think I bought him at point three. Yeah, you're up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that cluster at the top. Love to be there. <laughs> it, I mean, that's the true middle finger, right? Yeah. There it there is. Sorry. Yep. Point three, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Torres Achilles, I mean, literally, you can see in the graph, he tore his Achilles literally just then. Just, just right so people don't think you're a complete idiot. I mean, Usami is really, really, really good. 250 right there. That was it. Yeah. So but, now I don't even know if he's going to, if his team's going to go down, if he's going to get sold back, if he's even going to be able to play. Uh, so It's but hard like, to see I, him in second division. So. Right. I've just made the decision to hold until then and then hopefully recoup. Even but that's if I back recoup, to that patience. Back to that patience my, aspect. Yeah. And I've had it. I've had it with places like that and with situations like that. But then in others, I'm not so good. So yeah. All right. Well, we case just case ended case. on we just ended on a nice bummer. Cool. Let's do That's this fun. again next week. That's where I'm at. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a good big old circle. But anyhow, I hope that this was fun. I enjoyed the talk. Yes. Alex. So nothing else. All right. Join us back next week. We're gonna doing these on Wednesday mornings. Uh, Alex, are we doing any more MLB this week? I, I got two possibly. I got two things I need to happen uh to do my next MLB video unless I come up with a better uh a better idea. But There's I a need good to teaser. figure out I like it. I need to figure out how to calculate value over replacement player, which is Ooh. an issue in Excel where I can't V look up using copy and pasted cells for all you nerds out there. Uh, if you can if you have an idea on how to overcome that, drop in the comments. Uh, and then the other thing is I need to win a dang super rare so I can do progress or sell, which we need to get Bobby on to give you Bob Flynn, the roadmap to supers. I've thought about having Bob on at one of these yeah, days. Man. I think Bob's, Bob's going to join great me. People. I'm going to make that's him. The, and, and here I'm going to end on positive for all that said about complaining, you know, about tilting. There's some truly amazing, awesome, fantastic people that and I definitely percent. recommend people to try to gravitate towards positive people that can help you advance in your, you know, mission, your road, your game. Yes. Game yeah. people. The community game. is I would say the community is the number one selling point. It can be Absolutely. a detractor too, but, but once you, you find once the right you find one. The, the good folks, yeah, it's yep. very worth it. All right. On that note, we're out of here. Thank you. See you.